Daddy switch to Postum? Your father says there's no caffeine in Postum. Nothing to spoil your sleep. And your father knows best. Yes, it's Father Knows Best, transcribed in Hollywood, starring Robert Young as father. A half-hour visit with your neighbors, the Andersons. Brought to you by Instant Postum, the good-tasting drink that's entirely caffeine-free, and by Post, 40% Brand Flakes, America's largest-selling Brand Flakes. As a means of developing strength of character, old Ben Franklin tried each day to do one thing that he was afraid to do. And I guess it's not such a bad rule at that. Perhaps it was this same basic idea that Jim Anderson was trying to put across when certain problems arose in the white frame house on Maple Street the other day. The thing that undoubtedly influenced Jim's approach to the aforementioned problems was an anecdote he related to Margaret after he had gotten home from work that evening. Like this. So anyway, these boys were out on a scout camp out. You say it was George Brubaker's son who was so heroic. No, George's boy was the other kid involved. It was Ed Garland's boy. Oh. So they... What'd he do? Well, I'm coming to that. They, uh... I saw Mrs. Garland in the market yesterday. Good. So these boys she were out on a... surprisingly well. Margaret, do you want to hear... You know that suede coat Ed bought her for Christmas? Margaret. She has the cutest little hat made of the same material. Yeah. Well, now these kids were... Father! Yes, Betty? I thought you were... Oh, hello, Father. Uh... Going to come upstairs and help me rehearse for this utterly dumb play I'm in. Oh, well, I was delayed. Your father was telling me about the little Garland boy. It was very interesting. How do you know? What happened to the Garland boy? Well, he... Um... Go ahead, Margaret. Tell her. Well... <laughs> no, that's funny. It slipped my mind. I guess you didn't tell it very clearly, dear. I didn't tell it at all. Mother, I think I'd better drop out of the play. I'll just never memorize all those lines, but never. Well, you can't drop out now. The play's tonight. The school's depending on you. I know. You it, run but... upstairs and keep working on it, and I'll be up in a moment and help you. Oh, all right. I'll never learn it, though. Is that the college play she's worrying about? Yes. I'm sorry I interrupted your story, dear. Go on now. I'll listen. I promise. Well, these boys. Mommy! I'll be there in a minute, Kathy. I got a loose tooth. Well, uh, just keep your mouth closed until I get there. You'll be all right. Go ahead, Jim. Well, I'll tell you some other time. No, no, I don't want to hear it now. I'm interested. Really? Well, briefly, the Garland boy and the Brubaker boy got separated from the others while they were trying to pass a test uh, identifying wildlife or something. And it started to pour down rain, and young Brubaker slipped down a ravine, sprained his ankle, tore some ligaments... Oh, dear. ...and fell into this stream. Oh, my. Young Garland couldn't swim, but he jumped in and somehow got the Brubaker kid on the shore. Mommy! I'll be there in a minute, Angel. He dragged him into a shelter of some rocks and gave him what first aid he could, and then fought his way through the storm to find the others and get help. My heavens, he was certainly a brave little fellow. That's real courage. That Garland has... Right to be real proud of that boy. Well, I should think so. Here, this kid was frightened to death, but he did it anyway. That takes real courage. Yes, sir, that's what I like to see in a boy. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Oh, hold on there, bud. Where are you going in such a rush? I'll explain it later, Dad. I'll be down in the basement. Well, now, just a minute here. If Beaner Brundage comes to the door, tell him I'm not home. Who's Beaner Brundage? 
Oh, you know. He's that kid that thinks he's so tough. He just thinks he's tough, huh? Yeah. The only trouble is, I think so, too. <laughs> now, Bud, you're not going to let him buffalo you. Well, no. I'm, uh... Well, what I'm doing is outsmarting him. Outsmarting him? Yeah. I'm going to hide out until he gets tired waiting and goes away. <laughs> well, that's probably the best thing to do. I don't want Bud to go around fighting all the time. Well, I don't want him fighting all the time either, but... Mother! Mommy! Oh, dear. Mother, when are you coming up and help me? Uh, in a minute. Mommy, I want my loose tooth out. Well, pull it out then. I'm afraid to. Afraid? Why is everyone around here so afraid of everything? Mother? But why are you afraid of this... Beanie, or whatever his name is. It's Beaner. And boy, does he bean you on the head. That's how, he, that's how he got his name. Mother! I'm coming right up, Betty. Mommy, this tooth bothers me. Uh, Jim, will you see what you can do with her tooth? I've got to go up and help Betty. Sure. It's easy. Get a piece of string, kitten. Will it hurt? No, of course not. Go get some string. Okay. But don't leave yet. Don't go down in the basement. I better hide, Dad. Why is he after you? That's what I want to know. Well, uh, I accidentally shoved him while we were playing basketball yesterday, and he's trying to get even. Why didn't you tell him it was just an accident? I did. And he said, accidents will happen. In fact, he said an accident's going to happen to you right now, and he's been chasing me ever since. Well, you better go out there and face him. Reason with him. Reason with Beaner? Sure, it's the only thing to do. He reasons too hard. Now, look here, bud. He'll bop me. Bud. I'm not going out there. Bud, do you want me to feel ashamed of you? Dad, let's put it this way. I'm trying to make you proud of me for using my head. Oh, me. Daddy, is the string long enough? Long enough? We don't need all that, kitten. We're just going to pull a tooth, not fly a kite. Don't break it, Daddy. Use it long. But we don't need all this. Yes, we do. I don't want to be in the same room when you pull my tooth. <laughs> Why don't you get some taffy and chew on it? That'll get the tooth out of there. I don't like taffy. All right. Open your mouth, kitten. And stand still. Why don't you go outside and let Beena knock it out for you? <laughs> Daddy, keep your mouth open. I can't tie the string on your tooth if you don't. Will it hurt? Of course not. Claude Mesner said he used to tie his loose teeth to a slingshot and shoot them out. <laughs> Steady now. I have it in just a second. Oh, huh? Don't talk. There. That's it. Now, the next step is to tie the other end to a doorknob. Here. Uh, give it to me. I'll do it. No, don't lank it up. Well, you want the tooth out, don't you? Yes, but I don't want you to do it. Holy cow, I won't hurt you. But I think you have something else to take care of. You'd better go out and talk to young Beaner. He's not much of a talker. <laughs> I think I'll go up to my room and read. Bud, come back here. I'll be upstairs if you want me. Hmm. Well, come on, let's get that tooth out, kitten. I think I've changed my mind, Daddy. What? I'm afraid. Oh, now, stop using that word. You're not afraid. I'm not? Certainly not. Come on, now. I want Mommy to do it. She's busy. I can do it just as well as she can. Better even. I want Mommy to do it. Mommy! 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 Now listen, Kathy. Jim, I think you'd better go up and see if you can do something with Betty. She thinks she can't go through with the play. Whatever gave her that idea? Mommy. Yes, Angel, what is it? Uh, nothing. I've changed my mind. I'm going out and play. Well, wait, you can't go out with that string trailing out of your mouth. 
Haven't you gotten that tooth out yet? I think I'll wait till tomorrow. I'll be out in the back. Well, don't trip over that string. Jim, when you talk to Betty... Mother? Yes, Betty. Jim, when you talk to Betty, Mother? I think... I'll be right up. Uh, I mean... Yeah, that's what I mean. For a second there, I didn't know which one of us was Mother. <laughs> well, Jim, when you go up, would you... you don't need to come up. I'm coming down. I've got to take this play back and tell them they'll just have to get someone else for the part. But, Betty, the play is tonight. Yes, you can't let them down, Princess. I'll let them down worse by being in it. I'm just awful. Just simply, simply awful. Oh, now, Princess. But worse than awful. Well, let's go in the den and have a look at the play. Things are rarely as bad as they seem. It's no use, Father. I can't do it. You can do anything you want to do if you just make up your mind. Well, my mind's made up. I can't do it. <laughs> Mommy! Coming, Kathy. Well, maybe it's just one of those plays that's hard to memorize. What is the play? Oh, it's some dumb old thing called The Bride Wore Tulips. I see. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Who has? Well, who are you in it? The bride? No, I'm the... Well, I'm the other woman, I guess you'd call me. I see. I'm the bride's sister. She hates me. As a matter of fact, I hate her, too. And she's trying to marry this fellow, not because she loves him, but just to keep me from getting him. But actually, I don't want him either. I just let her think so because I'm secretly in love with this law student who's really in love with her, but... Well, you get the idea. Oh, sure. It's very clear. <laughs> well, let's have a go at it. Where do you start having trouble with the part? The trouble starts on page 29. All right, page 29. You've got it pretty well up to there, huh? No, that's where I first come in. Oh, I see. Well, all right. You want me to cue you? I don't care. It's no use, I'll tell you that. Well, let's see here. Elaine enters through the French doors. Are you Elaine? Yes. George looks up from his book, startled. All right, George. Why, Elaine, I, I thought you'd gone. All right, go on. What do I say? All you say is, I want to talk to you, George. Now, that's easy. I want to talk to you, George. That's right, but uh, I think you can give it a little more feeling. Remember now, you are Elaine. Now, what does this mean to her? Why does she want to talk to George? Is it important? All right, let's start again. Ready? I guess so. Why, Elaine, I, I thought you had gone. See there, Father, I can't remember a thing. Oh, Princess. My mind just freezes up. And I know that's exactly what'll happen to me when I walk out on that stage. Well, now, right there's your problem. You're worrying about something that will never happen. You've built this fear up in your own mind, and it has no reality at all. Now, let's just forget about the audience and forget that you're on a stage. Start believing that you are this character. And... I just simply can't go through with it. I get all shaky. Dad, i got to go over to Joe Phillips. Wait a minute, and... bud. Yes, you can do it, Betty. Dad, can you drive me over to Joe's just in case Bean is still out there? Oh, bud. Daddy! Now, listen, bud. I want you to go out Daddy, there. Daddy, save me from Mommy. She's trying to pull my tooth. Well, you want it out, don't you? Yes, but it's liable to hurt. Dad, go with me. Father, will you return the play Come on, and tell Dad. them? Daddy! I can't face them. Come on, Dad. Whoa, hold on there, one at a time. Oh, me. Why did I ever take up being a father? <laughs> Poor Jim. He's surrounded with problems. Enough to set a man's nerves on edge. And speaking of nerves, here's Ed Prentice with a calming word or two about your nerves. 
Ed? Say, friend, how do you feel these mornings? Full of zip or all tense and jittery, ready to snap at family and friend alike? Well, you know what your trouble could be? Coffee nerves. That's right, coffee nerves. And sleepless nights brought on by the caffeine in coffee or tea. You see, it's a well-known scientific fact that caffeine is a drug, nerve stimulant. And while many can handle the caffeine in coffee, others, and this could mean you, suffer sleepless nights, jittery nerves. What's the answer? Well, you don't have to give up enjoying a good hot mealtime drink to get rid of coffee nerves. Just make your drink Postum instead. Delicious, instant Postum. Because Postum is totally without caffeine. No wonder so many folks have switched to Postum. No caffeine, no coffee nerves. And Postum lets you sleep. Get a jar of instant Postum tomorrow and see for yourself. Drink Postum exclusively for 10 days. Then check up. See if you aren't sleeping and feeling one whale of a whole lot better. You like Postum. Delicious, instant Postum. is it that other people's children, according to reports, are able to face life's problems and come smiling through like stout little troopers, while our own show a disturbing tendency to run for cover at the first breath of an ill wind? This is the question that's puzzling Jim Anderson this evening as he takes refuge in the kitchen to discuss the problem with Margaret. Like this. I can't understand what's happened to the kids, honey. What have we done wrong? Well, what makes you think we've done anything wrong? Well, look at Betty and Bud. Betty's completely terrified because she has to appear in that play at the college tonight. Bud afraid to go outside because some kid's after him. Even Kathy, prowling around the house with a string tied to her tooth and afraid to let anybody touch it. Well, dear... Isn't there an ounce of courage or character anywhere in the three of them? Well, there are children, dear. Whatever they are is just a reflection of you and me. I'm just as disappointed as you are. Now, wait, I didn't say I was disappointed. Like mother, like daughter. Like father, like son. Isn't that true? <laughs> yes, possibly. But let's not start condemning the children without giving them a chance. Oh, I'm not condemning them. You were the one who said... That they... I simply said we have to figure out some way to help them. We know they have the character and courage. We just have to show them how to use it, that's all. Oh, I see. Well, I guess I didn't understand you correctly before. There's certainly nothing wrong with Bud, or with Betty, or Kathy either. Of course not. You seem to have a tendency sometimes, honey, to criticize the children before you really think. Uh, well, it's my brutal disposition, I guess. We have to approach these things tactfully, with a lot of thought. Oh, I agree. Yay. In the kitchen, Bud. Now, just give me a little time, honey. I'll prove to you that the kids are all right. They have what it takes. You watch. All right. I'll watch. Are you out here, Father? Yes, and I want to talk to you, Princess. Dad. And you too, Bud. Dad. Just a minute, Bud. Kathy, where are you, Kitten? I'm coming. i got to be careful. I don't want to step on the string. Well, Angel, if you stepped on the string... Sure, it'll pull your tooth. That's why i got to be careful. <laughs> Look, you tied the string on the tooth so you could pull it out, didn't you? Yeah, but I'm not ready yet. That tooth's pretty solid. Hi, you could sneeze it out. Now, let's not start an argument. I think your father has something he wants to say. Oh, yeah, Dad. You're going to drive me over to Joe's? No, bud. 
Now listen, all three of you. Father, would you call Mr. Fredericks at the college? Tell him I can't be in the play tonight, that I don't... Betty, please. Ruth Clemens knows my part. She's simply dying to Princess, do it. Princess, will you I... listen to me? If I have to get up on that stage tonight, I'll die. I'll utterly die. I can't remember a single line, not a single line. I can't walk over to Joe's. Now wait. I don't know what's come over you kids. Where's your backbone? You can't go through life running away from your problems. If I go outside and Venus out there, I won't have any life to go through. <laughs> it's easy for you to talk, Father. You don't have to get up on that stage. Yeah, and you don't have a loose tooth. I wish you children would listen to your father. We're listening, but he doesn't understand. Look, Princess, I've been through all these things. Take my word for it. Giving up, running away, hiding your head in the sand just makes matters worse. To get along and make your way in this world, you have to be able to face difficulties. Overcome them. I know, I know. And every problem you meet and solve makes you that much stronger to face the next one. Boy, oh boy. What's the matter, bud? Sounds like a hard life. Well, life isn't easy. But believe me, it isn't nearly as hard if you start out right at the beginning to take the good with the bad. No matter what comes along, do your best. And above all, face the facts. Don't run away. Okay, I won't run away from Beaner. Add up, boy, bud. I'll stay right here in the house. <laughs> Daddy? Yes, kitten? What did you say? Well, honey... I can't run away from my tooth. Angel, why don't you come with me? Nothing doing. You're going to yank the string. Oh, I wish I'd never been born. I wish I'd never been born. Oh, me. How are you doing, dear? Well, I'm not giving up. Look, kids, I have an idea. You all have troubles. Now, why don't the three of you get together and help each other? Bud, you can help Betty learn the lines for the play, and Betty can help Kathy. Who's going to help me? There's nothing Bud can do to help me, Father. I can assure you of that. I don't want anybody pulling on this string. It's a hard life. Bud, stop saying that. Well, it is. I wish I'd never been born. Betty. I'm glad I was born. But why was I born with teeth? Uh, I don't know. I tried, Margaret. I'm going in the den and lie down. What's the matter with father? Well, to tell you the truth, children, I, I think your father's a little disappointed. Why, Mommy? Because he loves you all so much. And he wants to be proud of you. Isn't he proud of us? Of course he is, Angel. He knows you're all courageous and strong and able to meet your problems. And it worries him when he sees you acting as you are and not doing your best. You think it does? Well, let's say no more about it. You all know what you have to do and you know how to do it. From here on, it's up to you. We understand, Mother. Well, now run along, all of you. I'll have to clean up this kitchen. See you later, Mom. I'll be upstairs, Mommy. Darn. Father. I'm in the den, Princess. What do you want? Will you help me? I'll try once more to learn these lines. Why, sure, Princess. Give me the script. Start on page 31, where I come in for the big scene. That's the long speech that I can't remember. All right, now just take it easy. Here we go. Dr. Martin says, Elaine, you've come back. And you enter. Oh, Charles. I couldn't go. No matter what the past has done to us, cruel time in which every hour has... 
has... Oh, what's the matter with me? Now, don't be nervous, Princess. Cruel time in which every hour has been a cold wall building to... Cruel time in which every hour has been a cold wall building to divide us. Distrust like darkness blinding our... Blinding our... Oh, Father, I'm so worried. I'm so frightened. I can't remember. You will remember. You're going to go out on that stage tonight and the lines will come to you. Believe me. Now, let's try it again from the beginning. Mommy, Daddy, it's out. Kitten, what happened? I pulled my tooth. I did it all by myself. Look, look. Well, good for you, Kitten. Are you proud of me? I certainly am. Mommy, look, it's out. I pulled my tooth. <laughs> all right, Father, from the beginning. Good. Now relax. Here we go. Elaine, you've come back. Oh, Charles, I couldn't go. No matter what the past has done to us, cruel time in which every hour... Has been? Has been a cold walled building to divide us. Distrust? Distrust like darkness, blinding our... Oh, no. Blinding our hearts to the truth and... Blinding our hearts to the truth and... Crying vanity and vengeance? Oh, Father, it's no use. It's no use. Okay, Beamer, see you tomorrow. Cool, huh? Okay, Kyle. So long. <laughs> but, was that? Yeah. Bean and I got straightened out okay. Well, good for you, son. I sure thought I was going to get it, but he was okay. Well, I'm proud of you. I knew you'd do it. Hey, Mom, I did it. Hey, Mom. Well, Princess? I guess I'm just a washout, Father. I can't go through with a play tonight. I just can't. Are you sure? I'll die up on that stage. I know I will. It's up to you, Princess. You want me to call Mr. Fredericks and tell him you can't make it? What do you say, Princess? Oh, I'll try it, Father. I'll go up and get dressed. <sighs> Well, dear, I suppose you've heard about Kathy and Bud. Yeah, great. Now we have two down and one to go. <laughs> Where's Betty? Up getting dressed. Is she going to try to do the play? Well, she said she was. Poor kid, I know just how she feels. Do you think she knows the part? I hope so. She's scared to death. Mm. Well, we'd better be getting ready if we're going to be at the theater at 8.30. All right, let's go. You know something, Margaret? I'm going to lose ten years of my life sitting in that audience tonight. Gee, it sure is a long intermission. Mommy, where's Daddy? He went backstage, Angel, to talk to Betty. He'll be right back. Oh, Betty's done pretty good so far. <sighs> this next act is the one your father's worried about. When's the show going to start again, Mommy? In just a few minutes. They have to change the scenery. Uh, pardon me. Uh, excuse me? Uh, pardon me. Oh, did you see her, dear? Yes, I saw her. Is Betty going to be in the next act, Daddy? I hope so, kitten. How's she doing, Dad? Well, she's breathing. <laughs> oh, poor child. Do, do you think she'll get through it? I don't know, Margaret. She has the worst case of stage fright I've ever seen. In this last act coming up has that long speech in it. Shh, shh. There goes the curtain. Where's Betty? Shh, kitten. She comes on in a minute. Want me to hold your hand, dear? Maybe I shouldn't have urged her to go through with this. Hold your breath. What have I done? What have I done? And I have no one to blame but myself. No one. Where's Betty? 
She comes in after his next line. Can you see her in the wings? Is she ready? Uh, she's there. What's that? Who's at the door? Elaine, you've come back. Here we go. Oh, Charles, I couldn't go. No matter what the past has done to us, cruel times in which every hour has been a cold wall, building to divide us, distrust like darkness, blinding our hearts to the truth and crying vanity and vengeance. Yes, Charles, I have come back to you, to believe in you, to love you, always. Bravo! Bravo! That's my she did it! She did it! Holy cow, Mom. What happened to Dad? Nothing, bud. He's just a proud father. For goodness sake, eat post-bran plate. So good and so good for you. Mother, it's important to know that a good for you cereal also has a delicious flavor that your whole family will love. And that's exactly what you get with new Post 40% Bran Flakes. Yes, today's Post Bran Flakes have a wonderful new magic oven flavor, a tempting crisper texture that many people now prefer over any other cereal. And besides tasting good, Post Bran Flakes are good for you because they give you those important keep-regular benefits that Bran is famous for. So next time you go shopping... Be sure to buy new Post 40% Bran Flakes, America's largest selling Bran Flakes. They're really good, and so good for you. Well, there have been some pretty tense moments around the white frame house on Maple Street today. Between Kathy's loose tooth, Beaner Brundage, and the play at the College Theater, the Anderson family has earned a good night's rest. All the junior Andersons are in bed, and Jim and Margaret are on the way. Like this. The kids really came through, didn't they, honey? I knew they would. Oh, I did, too. That was one of the biggest thrills of my life tonight, seeing Betty walk out on that stage and knowing she was terrified but going right on. Mm-hmm. I had a small lump in my throat about that time. One thing worries me a little, honey. Do you suppose Betty feels that I forced her to go through with it? Oh, no. Look in her room. Is she asleep? Betty, you asleep? Oh, she's deep in dreams. Look at her. Pretty, isn't she? Princess. You're not angry with your old dad, are you? I have come back to you, to believe in you and love you, always. How do you like that, talking in her sleep? <laughs> Who's asleep? again next week when we'll be back with Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson. Until then, good night and good luck from the makers of Post 40% Brand Flakes, America's largest selling brand flakes, and Instant Postum, the drink that's entirely caffeine-free. In our cast were Helen Strom as Kathy, Dorothy Lovett, Rhoda Williams, and Ted Donaldson. It's the best hot cereal you ever ate. Post Wheat Meal, the best hot cereal anybody ever ate. Rich and delicious with a nut-like flavor you never want to miss. And hot post wheat meal is so good for you. 
packed full of solid whole wheat nourishment, especially good for children. Post-wheat meal takes just three minutes to cook. Get the big family economy size with a picture of Roy Rogers on the package. Post-wheat meal. The best hot cereal you ever ate. Father Knows Best was transcribed in Hollywood and written by Paul West and Roswell Rogers. This is Bill Foreman speaking. Tonight, play Truth or Consequences on NBC.